Now it's time to welcome in Chris McMahon, President and CEO of Aquinas Wealth Advisors. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Happy New Year. I want to get your thoughts on this market as we kick things off with red arrows. I mean, I guess the good news is it's not steep losses, but what's your take as we as we turn the page on 2022 and start this new year? Hey, Caroline, thanks. It is, it's amazing when we're talking about a company with 40% growth and having the runoff that Tesla's had it's hard to make, uh, you know, be clear about where the market's headed. But I think in general, our firm, we're, we're, we're cautiously optimistic, you know. Uh, we, we see this, the big issues, right, are interest rates, number one, of course, everybody's talking about interest rates, and then number two, the unemployment numbers. The way we kind of read the tea leaves here, we think that we're going to see interest rates cooling off in uh, April, probably at the latest. Uh, and if that's the case, the unemployment numbers remain relatively, uh, relatively reasonable. We have an expectation we're going to see a chop through the first six months, but come that second half of the year, we see an opportunity for some real rebound, for sure. Do you, do you think we'll start to see some cracks in the, the jobs data as soon as Friday, or is that a little bit further out? I think I think we could see some. I think generally it's a little further out, but, but uh, you know, at some point, I think people are going to want to get back to work. And uh, it's, uh, you know, anecdotally, we, we've been talking, kind of chatting with our clients, and we're, we're seeing just an impossibility of hiring uh, entry-level workers. We're seeing an impossibility still to hire. One of our uh, firms, had, uh, one of our friend firms, was looking for people to work in reception and administrative services. They actually eliminated the functions because they simply couldn't fill these 10 spots, which is startling, right? That's, that's an unusual place. So we think it's going to change a little bit coming into the second quarter for sure. So when it comes to areas of opportunities in this market, you're looking at consumer staples. Want to walk through a few of your picks? Coca-Cola as the as the first pick. Uh, why do you like that one? Well, it's solid, right? People buy Coke regardless of the circumstance, I think is, a, is the old adage. And if it was up 11% last year, we think it's undervalued by 10% today. We think Coke's a, a stable, you know, uh, blue chip kind of thing that makes sense for everybody and most people's portfolios for sure. And then Target, you have, uh, Target's actually a winner today, up about 2%. Uh, some would say that it's a, a, a staple. I know that there's that whole debate about Walmart being more staple, Target being more discretionary, uh, but you're looking at this as a staple. Why do you like this one? You know, 22% annual yield growth for the last five years. Last year, up 21%. I was in a Target on Friday night, and, and as it was closing, I noticed people teaming out bags and uh, when I was sitting there for the first half hour, the people came in. Nobody was bringing returns in. I think that there's just kind of a there's a there's a pent up demand in retail value retail, particularly uh, we think uh, uh, Target's done an interesting job carving out that kind of you know high end uh, high end yet retail uh, discount retailer that we we just think they have the special sauce and we think that they're going to really continue along that along that uh, you know the meteoric pace that they're on. And then your third pick is Procter & Gamble. You actually say that it's undervalued, but when you take a look at the chart, it's had a really nice run-up since October, but you think that there's more room to run. Yeah, we think 10, another 10% for sure. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing, these kind of, uh, the stocks we're talking about. Renita a few minutes ago was talking about Tesla and how it's off 70%, uh, in spite of its 40% growth. We think there's opportunities there, of course, as well, uh, in, the, in, the, in the EV space, the tech space, but we don't, for most investors, most conservative investors were off 10% last year, even if they had an 80% mix of their portfolio bonds. You know, we think the interest rate curve will, will, uh, will, will, will um, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, the long end of the curve will come up. And we think conservative investors will be rewarded with 
uh, fix their fixed income finally, and buying stocks like Target, like Coca-Cola, like Procter & Gamble. Well, Procter & Gamble, is, we think, has at least another 10%. So we're optimistic about that as well. So in terms of just the broader strategy then, because you say more volatility in the first half of this year and then maybe some improvement in the back half, what is the overall investment strategy then? Would you wait for better entry points if we are going to see more volatility? Do you think maybe new lows could be in store? Yeah, I think new lows could be in store. I think this is the greatest time we've had in, in years to talk about dollar cost averaging. So if somebody's got a lump sum of capital, we want them to allocate that over maybe even 180 days as opposed to immediately putting in it. Because we do see chop, and that chop could, could touch new bottoms, right? And if that's the case, why not mitigate that risk tremendously by dollar cost having the, the money over the next six months? You're still going to be in a good spot as June and July come around, where, where I think uh, the market in general is, is showing some optimism from, from most analyst corners. So yes, I think we are nervous about the next three or four months. It pays to be a smidge cautious and, and, and uh, maybe keep your powder dry either through a dollar cost averaging strategy or for the first time in a long time, people are actually being rewarded in money markets. It wouldn't be the end of the world to, to keep that powder dry in a money market for 60 days or 90 days, right? People are also being rewarded in savings accounts too, so just keep it in cash? Absolutely. Absolutely, that's right. Money market cash, I think there's a, there's a tremendous opportunity. Again, for those conservative investors that are not used to their investment statements going down as they did last year, to say, my goodness, you can get two, three, four percent in some in, in some uh, bank instruments. Uh, there's some predictability and some comfort there that, for all investors, particularly for more conservative investors, absolutely makes some sense. You're, you're right on with that. All right, we'll leave it there, Chris. Really appreciate your insights. Thanks so much. Great being with you. Thanks, Caroline.